Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back, J and J, Julian, late night podcasting. What up? Yeah, what's going on, bro? How you doing? Good, bro. Good. Um, you know, we we've been kind of slacking, like per usual, but we're back with some uh, breaking news. I know it's late. We're recording this uh, Wednesday night, but uh, we're we're gonna talk some NBA free agency that's gonna happen. Well, it's already happening now, but the the free agency period opens on friday but Dejounte murray to the hawks bro what, what what was your your thoughts on that that was i i saw you know the the rumors i didn't know how much smoke uh how, how much to believe in that and you know Dan, danilo gallinari and three first round picks and a pick swap what do you think um i think it's it's um it's odd. Like I didn't look much into the first round. Do you know? Are they protected some sort? They're un- two are unprotected. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the the twenty twenty five and the twenty twenty seven is unprotected. I believe. I, I I believe so. But yeah, that's that's surprising, bro. Like when I saw that, you know, most teams shy away from that, but mm-hmm. Atlanta's trying to be aggressive, and I I understand that, but. I don't do you. Th- what do you think of this, bro? Uh, to have Trey and Murray as your backcourt, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, from a defense perspective, I mean, this is elite. The defense for the Hawks has now just gotten way better, especially with the with the coaching scheme like Nate McMillan. It's this is what they needed, um, as far as defense goes. Um, you know, Murray, one of the top elite point or defensive uh, guards in the league. This is no no doubt great on their end. Um, you know, he's lengthy, he's quick, uh, he can do it all. And then on offense, it's kind of like hit and miss. I, I, I think Murray's a good offensive Robin to Trey, um, but it's all going to come down to how Trey meshes with him. I know Trey's been excited to play with him for a while, so uh, maybe the transition will be a lot smoother. Um, but that's really the X factor to me is, is Murray's offense with how will it mesh with, with um, Trey Young. Yeah, it was just weird. So just uh, we can get the the details correct. Um, it's a 2023, 2025, and a 2027 plus a 26 pick swap. So they get four first round picks basically. Oh, yeah. um, I mean that's a win. That's another win in itself. Just taking. I mean, Spurs. Holy crap! They have. I'm a, I'm assuming they kept. They have all their first round picks. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, they got all these picks stacked up, and I know they got I, a few. I mean, they got. I think they're they're gonna have three next year because they got um the Celtics. Oh no, that was for this year. Never mind. But um, yeah. I mean, they can, they still have moves to make. They can get more first round picks if they want to. I know Perto is a trade asset right now too. So Sam Presti is impressed with with the <laughs> with the Spurs right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that was my thing too. Like you know. The defense to me is what was lacking in Atlanta because everybody hunts Trey Young. And I know they try to hide him on, you know, like second unit guys and all that. But Murray's going to bring out – I mean, it's it's going to be harder to score in these guys. You have to think Bogdanovich is still there, uh, Hunter. You know, we'll see what happens with Collins. He's been on the trade block for the last four years. So um, we'll see when he gets dealt because he – I don't know if you've seen those reports. Uh, he's done with Atlanta. He's ready to move on, so uh, we'll see where he goes. But uh, yeah, I mean the, the Murray man, you know he had a good year last year, All Star. Now he's you know bound to get paid. I w- I would assume with Atlanta, 
you know, if it works out in the next two years. And, you know, people are finally going to understand how good this guy is because nobody was watching San Antonio games. Like, this is in 2004. And, you know, he was kind of under the radar. Nobody really heard about him probably until the All-Star if you're a casual or you're not really watching basketball like that. So I'm going to be interested in how, you know, the offense runs, but the defense, man, that's going to be that's going to be crazy to see. And hopefully Trey adapts to it. I think it's going to be a little bit harder for him to, you know, kind of share the load. But if he wants to win, that's what he has to do. So this will say a lot about his his uh, ability as a leader and a player, if he can adapt well to Murray offensively. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, um this and the the crazy part about this trade is John Collins is still like there with the yep. Hawks and, and to me I thought all these rumors I thought well this is going to lead to John Collins getting traded in, in in this deal maybe a three teamer or you know you send him to San Antonio but I mean they they still have him on their squad so that's kind of still something to monitor in, in Atlanta's side of things are they going to just keep John Collins or are they going to still going to go out there and shop him around see maybe if they can regain some of those first round picks if they had just given up. So that's something to monitor there. Oh yeah. Like I said, right now, um, you know, he, he, he's already told um, his team and I think, you know, it's just kind of leaked out that he's done. Like he wants out of Atlanta. He's kind of sick of hearing his name in the trade rumors. I think he just wants it to be over with and I don't blame him. I mean, they haven't really, you know, shut down those rumors. I feel like they've kind of, have only made it worse. And I feel like they're leaked. They're the ones leaking all this stuff, obviously on top of him being upset, but I feel like somebody in the Atlanta organization is leaking this and it's not making anything better. So I don't know. I, I think this could be a, a go bear landing spot for Collins. I don't know. I'm just trying to think, you know, who, who would go after Collins like this aggressively. Um, I think he's in the last, what is it? Is, does his extension kick in or does he have two more years left? I'm not I too think, sure, but, um, but I mean, either way, they're going to get a young star, but yeah, I mean, Atlanta, they can recoup some picks with him. So, I mean, it's kind of smart that they didn't throw him in this deal because now they can kind of recoup and get some assets out of him. So we'll see how this team looks, but you know, I'm going to ask you the, you know, the generic uh, early morning TV question. Is Atlanta a contender? <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no nah, that, that's what i thought too i mean they they have a good good core but i still think they need some pieces and to you me, know to me they went from a playing team to like a, a fifth six <laughs> six fifth seed yeah yeah somewhere around there yeah you know how that always happens every time a team makes a, a big trade are they contenders now fringe contenders dark horse like, nah, stop it. <laughs> the thing about the Hawks, though, is, is like, I, I like DeJounte Murray. He's, he's yeah. very underrated in this league. Not a lot of people talk about him. Rightfully so, he plays for the Spurs. Um, but with that being said, I mean, as good as he is, in my opinion, I, I don't think he's he's the, the player that is going to get the Hawks over the hump. He's not yeah. the superstar guy where when you show up, you know, the team – goes to the next, you know, one of the top tiers in the league. So, yes, Murray does drastically make this team better. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it's going to still fall on Trey Young's soldiers to really take this team to the next level. I would compare this move sort of to the Andrew Wiggins trade that happened to Golden State a few years ago. If they can get a good core and some depth, I mean, DeJounte Murray can make that kind of impact in the playoff series. I, I really believe so. So, 
Um, it's not the flashiest move. Obviously, like I said, not everybody really knows Murray like that. So, yeah, you know, everybody's going to find out pretty soon how good, how damn good he is. And, you know, he's a, he's a building block for a championship team. And I, I really wanted Boston to get him. You know, they don't have that, that star, I guess, but neither did Atlanta. They didn't throw in Collins. They threw in Gallinari and just four picks. So, you know, I'm, I'm surprised the Knicks weren't involved or anything like that. I heard they were interested, but I'm surprised they didn't pull the trigger. Obviously they, they're going to get Brunson. We'll get into that, but um, you know, I just thought more teams were going to be more aggressive trying to get a guy like this, but Hey, Atlanta new, new backcourt. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how this transpires, but, uh, I don't know if you have anything else on this, but we got to get to the, the Jalen Brun- Brunson sweepstakes, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about that, dude. That is, it baffles me um, how that, that whole situation, how it's occurring really with the Knicks. Like, uh, remind me, I don't know if you have that a pen and paper in front of you. Who did the Knicks trade uh, to clear cap? So, Nerlens Noel? Yeah, Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks, and they sent a second round pick to Detroit. Um, wow. Obviously, the draft. I mean, we, we haven't even touched on the draft. It's, it's just been that long. We can kind of, I don't know if you want to save that for the end or kind of talk about it right now, but the Knicks traded everything draft night. They drafted Usman Chang from uh, Australia. They traded him to the Thunder. Uh, they, they drafted Jalen Duran, traded him to the Pistons. I mean, <laughs> they, they really want Jalen Brunson. And I understand, you know, he's a good player, but man, this is just such a Knicks move, bro. Like, just mortgaging the future for one guy that you know might get lazy after getting paid i feel i kind of feel like that with brunson i don't know like he's gonna go to new york you know i got my money this and that like they're they're basically saying giving him the keys to the franchise and i'm just kind of like hold up like (laughs) you guys need to build a team first you're gutting your whole team for this one point guard and you know like they they kind of did that last year with walker and they gave nerlens noel that money burks Obviously, they paid Taj Gibson a few years ago. Like they, they just been spending money. Now they're having to correct all of it just to get this guy. And I don't know. What do you think? Like, is this, is this the new uh, face of the franchise for the Knicks? No, this is this is goes back to the Dejounte Murray like case for me. Like, Jalen Brunson is a really good player in this league. Um, a lot of people didn't know much about him up until the you know the playoffs this past season with Dallas. Um, but he's not a guy that's going to take you, you know, from being a, you know, fringe playoffs team to a contender. Like he's not, right. let's just be quite honest with you. Um, so let's, that, that this kind of money feels like it's overpaid and it is kind of a little bit, but I mean, if you're going to get your bag, you <clears throat> get your bag. So he yep. had a really, really hell of a season and he picked the right time to have a great season uh, was the year before he gets into free agency. But I wanted to also mention, I mean, you keep talking Knicks, you keep talking Mavs. There's another team and I'm, I'm sure Miami. Miami. Yes, dude, Miami. Like, I'm, I, at first, I was like, this is stupid. I was, I was listening to the rumors, hearing all these articles. Like, oh, I don't know that he – but now I really think about it. Like, look, listen, if, if they find a way to get rid of Duncan Robinson's contract and if, if, if it works, I mean, a sign and trade possibly, hey, let's get Kyle Lowry Dallas. I mean, I'm sure Dallas won't be opposed to the idea if they're going to lose Brunson. Um, is to get another point guard, maybe obviously a vet, who may, a guy who knows how to win um, and who can maybe help dwell in this Jason Kidd system. So – um, that's mm. a very real possibility, you know, kind of a sign-in trade um, where the Heat get rid of Lowry. Because um, I know Jalen Brunson's desire is to get more offensive duties. Of course, he's not – I don't think that's, he's going to get that in Dallas with Luka. Yeah. Um, understandably so. But, I mean, 
in Miami, everyone gets the ball, and I'm sure there's there's a system in place for Brunson to shine. It's the Heat culture, so that that is someone that that that's a team to kind of look out for. And I I truly believe um, it's the Knicks and then the Heat and then Dallas uh, in my rankings <clears throat> to to getting him yeah. signed. Yeah, I saw the Heat this morning. Uh, interesting that that was floated out there, but I just think everything just points to Brunson to the Knicks. His dad's on the coaching staff. Um, He's cool with uh, Leon Rose, the the GM, and uh, someone else in the front office. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to take Miami, uh, Pat Riley, put the rings on the table, look at all the Larry O'Briens, if you want to actually be a champion, kind of godfather offer to get him away from the Knicks. If anybody's going to do it, it's Pat Riley. So I'm never going to doubt him and say, oh, they're not going to get him. It's just everything's just pointing directly to the Knicks for Brunson. Um but we'll see. I mean, my like I said, interesting that that was floated out there that he's going to meet with them. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Pat Riley can pull it off. But you think Lowry and Robinson would? That you think that's the move they would make to get uh, Brunson? Yes. I mean, I I know for damn sure that he are trying to find ways to get rid of that Robinson contract. Um, obviously, you know, loud, I should speak loud in the words. I mean, he was benched for most of the playoffs, and, and yeah, it was hurt. Um, you just so, can't stay I mean, healthy. I, I just think that he understand that they they fucked up with the contract and <laughs> they're gonna try to find ways to get rid of it because I know they got they want to pay Tyler Hero too. I heard he's up for a contract about twenty five million a year too, which is nuts. Which is kind of a Jalen Brunson type contract. So I mean, mm-hmm. the Heat are looking to make moves. I know they are. I, I don't think they were content with the roster that they had last year. So um, if it means getting Brunson and being aggressive about it and getting rid of other fo- folks and. I, I truly believe the Heat are capable of doing. I mean, we're talking about the Heat, man. We're talking about the, the, the team that got LeBron and Chris Bosh to come play with Dwayne Wade ten years ago. Like, yep. it's it's very much a possibility. Like you said, if there's someone that could do it, it's the Godfather, Pat Riley. Yeah, I mean, it's just something to you know keep an eye on. But uh, let's get to your Lakers, bro. I mean, this is just what what a. I want to get your thoughts on what was going through your head, all these rumors, but. Uh, you guys were almost getting Kyrie Irving for the mid mid level exception. So he was gonna take that a was eight. never that was never yeah, gonna ex- happen, exactly. Never but gonna the, happen. you know, all the rumors he's gonna he was gonna take a pay cut, a thirty one million dollar pay cut to go play with LeBron. Um, you know, obviously they were thinking of Westbrook trades, which I mean it could still happen by the deadline, but obviously not now. Uh, but he picks up his option forty seven point one. And yeah, what do you think? Like, what was going through your head when all these Kyrie rumors kind of came out of the blue? Bro, it was stupid. I did not believe every ounce of it just because, based <laughs> off focusing on these Lakers as of recently, um, you know, Ham, great guy, great coach. He's he's emphasized keeping Westbrook on this squad. He he wants to be the every coach when they have a new project in front of them, a new team. It always seems like the coach loves to play problem solver. And 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 when I say that, I mean they they want to prove they're capable of coaching anybody and with Westbrook's you know history as of late kind of struggling a lot with the ball and offense I think Ham wants to be the guy to fix Westbrook as you can I I guess is what I'm trying to say and I'm dead set that they're going to keep him this year it's one year left on his contract I think the Lakers understand that I think Ham told the Lakers front office like listen let me keep this motherfucker I I can fix him um and it's a win-win for the Lakers I mean it's crazy to say but like, listen, if Westbrook has a great season under him, you know, the Lakers are in a good spot to keep him. I'm sure he would like, want to stay. 
Um, but if he has a horrible year again, I mean, hey, you know, the, that contract's off the books next next summer. And, you know, we tried and we did. And as as this connection to Kyrie, though, like, I he was never going to let bro. I know he likes LeBron now. I, I, I'm sure he forgives him. But he doesn't like him too much for fucking taking $6 million hmm. contract. Like, he's not. Um, it's Kyrie Irving. So, and you got to also add in the tax in California. It's just going to be a shit show. So, I mean, it's, um, it's just like New York. They're both bad. <laughs> yeah, that that's true but at least in new york you're getting triple the size of your con of your salary so um listen i mean Kyrie, i still do think he can come to the lakers i'm not completely ruling it out when he opted in i i the, my first reaction was like this is the saga is just not over it's just yeah. him kind of getting his back for the time being um he understands though too um if 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 he were to opt in you know the lakers can work out the trade to get westbrook kind of a, a, a swap Westbrook for Kyrie, maybe a three teamer. Someone takes in Westbrook's contract. So it's still a possibility. I'm not ruling it out. I, I genuinely think Kyrie does not want to be in Brooklyn anymore. just off of the saga he had last season. Um, and now that the kind of the stories are coming out, I think he's going to be more vocal about it moving forward. But um, at the end of the day, I, I, at, at worst Kyrie will be a Laker next year. I, I will tell you this right now. He will be a Laker next season, next off season. Um, whether he stays in Brooklyn or not, I, I'm convinced with Westbrook's contract off the table and Kyrie being a free agent, he's he's going to come to the Lakers next year. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I kind of felt the same way, and the reports were also that like that just because he opted in doesn't mean this is going away. You have to think like the the off, off season isn't over for me till the deadline's over because I understand the regular season's going on and all that, but Teams can still make moves until, you know, the end of February. So it's not like, oh, if you don't do it, you know, in July, you can't do it by early next year. So Kyrie for Russ can always happen, you know, whether it's in the middle of the season or whatever that case may be. But, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I it's weird. Everything that's coming out of Kyrie. I never know what the fuck that guy's thinking. You know, he's just a, it's a loose cannon and. You know, I, I honestly didn't. I wasn't gonna be surprised if he did take that pay cut. I mean, it's just, it's Kyrie, bro. You don't know what the fuck that guy's gonna do. You know, every day to day of his life. So I thought I was like, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, just to go with LeBron and maybe AD's convincing him because he always wanted to play with AD too when he was in Boston. So <clears throat> it, I don't know. It's interesting, but you know, since we're on the topic, what do you guys do? What what what's the what's the move for you guys? Have you been kind of crunching the numbers, doing your homework? Who do you want the Lakers to sign with that mid-level exception? Um, you know, they're kind of hard capped. So I don't I don't know what what's the move, but what do you think? Like what do you want out of all these free agents that are available to you guys? To be quite honest, the one that I really want is Malik Monk. I know he hmm. he was one signing? of our yeah, he's one of our better players at the end of last season. I mean, frankly, the entire season and He's voiced. He's he said he's take he'll take a pay cut and with the mid level exception that we have the six million, I mean why not? Let's let's fucking get him on a kind of a two year contract where you get him a minimal, maybe not even the entire six million, maybe three million of that. Mm-hmm. Pay him this year, but give him that player option for the second year where you give him ten million when when the cap space is more freed up. So um, that's that's what I want really the most. I mean. Keep it in house. I mean, there's not many free agents out there that are kind of sexy. Um, kind of, you can say, uh, um, 
I, I just don't know. Like, I mean, you have the big players out. Like, Zach Levine's coming back to Chicago. Kyrie, like you mentioned, he, he'll probably might, – he might stay in Brooklyn still. I mean, Jalen Brunson is definitely not coming to the Lakers. Like, there's, there's folks out. Like, Dragic is kind of awash. He's old. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Like, I mean, JaVale's still available. Mo Bamba. TJ Warren. TJ Warren. But, like, there's just – there's just nobody there really that, that I can see it being a perfect situation as far as value and, and fit to this team right now. So that's, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, Malik wants to safe bet just because he had a great season with us and he's mm-hmm. plays fearless. And I think that's what the Lakers need right now, especially with him leading the way now is, is getting um, Malik Bunk back on the squad. Well, I did see, this is or like probably a couple of weeks ago, but I did see that you guys were are gonna try to uh, see what's up with Mobamba. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys do need AD to play four again. I just I, I don't want to see him heavy and playing the center. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that could be an option. I mean, yeah, like you said, there's not really that much guys to really you know kind of empty the piggy bank for. So you know, it, you guys, it's it's weird to say, but you guys are kind of in a better situation with just leaving the team as is and hoping Ham can uh, implement his well, coaching style and system to those there's, guys. There's one guy, though, today, um, and I, I was just thinking about this, that I really, really would enjoy having is Patty Mills. I mean, he just opted mm. out of yep. his contract in Brooklyn. I'm shocked, honestly. I, I really did think he was going to stay. Uh, but with his opt-out, like, I mean, that's maybe someone I felt the Lakers can maybe at least have a discussion with because – Mills, Mills, Mills is a baller. He can shoot the ball. He he can do the right things. He's not an elite defender, you can say, but I mean, he does play solid defense and and can uh, get some points for your team. So, uh, Mills is a good good underrated player. I'm hoping. I mean, of course, Gary Payton, the second. But I mean, let's be real. No Warriors are leaving that squad. I think they. Ah, uh, let's let's hit pause on that. We'll we'll get into that. But go ahead. But I mean, yeah, and then who are like I, I can't think of really anybody else. I mean, but Tubes coming back to the Clippers, he ain't fucking leaving. Um, and there's just I mean, there's other free agents like uh, like Cody and Caleb Martin. Like I, I don't like those guys really much hmm. on this Lakers squad. So Oladipo? like I said, nah. I mean, Oladipo in my, in my I think he would be a good fit for the Lakers. But I I think with his market and his age, I think he wants to get one more bag one more big contract if he can get it out there. And I know there's interest mm. from like the Nuggets, uh, you know, the Heat may be possibly coming back. Like other squads, I think they're going to throw more money at him than what the Lakers can offer. Um, and and he would be foolish not to take it. So um, I like him. I would love to have a little depot. That's kind of in my dreams wish list. But mm-hmm. as, like I said earlier, it's it's value. It's it's in terms of value. Like the Olin Depot is going to be worth a lot. And I truly don't think the Lakers can afford him, nor should they pay him if they could that much. Yeah, I mean that's true. What about Claxton? That could be another one. Claxton's a good one, uh, but I've been hearing he's gonna probably more than likely come back to Brooklyn. So, um, I I don't know. It's like I said, there's just not many folks out there really that I can that I can think of that I would want. I mean Nurkic, he's a free agent from Portland, another good big, but mm-hmm. he's getting up there in age, in my opinion. So, there's just I mean there's other I don't know, man. I can't think of many. <laughs> Um, going back to your Gary Payne, we could just move on because I don't have any much to add to the Lakers. I mean, we'll see. They, I, I feel like they're they can make a move for like a Brogdon or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like a first rounder in THT would do it, but you know, you never know with these these GMs and the, all this. But 
Gary Payton, interestingly enough, that you bring him up because I hear Dallas is is the second, you know, right behind the Warriors to get it, getting him. If that happens, bro, oof. I mean, they already signed or they traded Christian Wood like a month ago for Christian Wood, so they they got the big they needed. Um, Gary Payton, man, I mean, we just saw it in the finals. I mean, he's just a nuisance. He was all over the place. He was getting in everybody's grills. And, you know, he he's not like the most potent offensive player, but he'll get you 10 to 15 points if need be. And, you know, obviously his defense. But if they get um, Peyton, I mean, that's just – that's huge for Dallas if they can pull that off. But I don't know. I, I, I get why would you leave, right? But, um, you know, maybe he wants it back too. I mean, he got his chip. Now he's probably trying to get his money. So, I get I get that, but I mean the Warriors have his bird rights, so I mean they yeah. any contract that the Mavs offer, the Warriors can more likely match it. And I I just think that he's their highest priority as, as far as re-signing folks. I mean I know Kevin Looney is also a, a big priority, but I mean I think I you're gonna think I'm crazy for saying this. I think a lot of people would prefer to keep Looney than Gary Payton. I mean rightfully so. They need bigs. I mean, Wiseman is a, still a big question mark in that organization. Um, but to me, I mean, just watching the finals, Looney was limping. He was hurt all, all you know, all playoffs no. for the most part. And really, you start to think yourself, start to think like, how healthy is Looney going to be moving forward? Like, if you decide to keep him, he's going to be what? I think, um, what, 26 years old, 27? Yeah, so like he's that. kind of in his quote unquote prime. But like, I mean, if he's getting hurt all the time, like, really. How much are you really getting off of Looney? And I think they can go out there and get another big to replace him um, and maybe just kind of roll the dice on Wiseman, especially getting him in the first round that one year. So I, I think they're going to prioritize Gary Payton more than Looney. And um, Gary Payton's, you know, presence and defense is what Kurt enjoys in that front office like. So yeah. I truly do think Gary Payton is going to come back um, to the mat or to the Warriors, excuse me. And if there's someone that leaves, it's going to be Otto Porter, um, you know, Kevin Looney, um, you know, folks like that. I mean, of course, Juan Toscano Anderson, I, I heard he's probably going to leave more than likely in Damian Lee. So those two guys are definitely leaving the Warriors, but we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, Looney, I, I've seen that, um, you know, the Kings are interested. Obviously, the Mike Brown connection there, that's not surprising. But, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like they'll match it. As, as long as it's not too crazy, I think they'll match it. And, they did say they were going to extend pool. I mean, here they there's a verbal agreement on that. So yeah, I mean they're 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 pretty much running it back. I mean that's just that's crazy. That fact that like like I said, bro, I thought if they were going to lose anybody, it would be pool just because of the money. But hey, they're willing to spend, and you got to give them credit for that. That they're like, man, fuck that. We got to run that shit back. We want to, um, you know, try to go back to back. So mm-hmm. that's good for them. Um, who else was they going to bring up? Oh, let's get to the the Denver trade that happened this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, KCP Ish Smith for Monte Morris and Will Barton. What did you think of that move? Who do you think uh, won that trade in the end? Um, I, I it was an odd trade, bro. Really, honestly, because like I'm thinking, is this kind of a what? What did the Warriors re- or not the Warriors? Excuse me, the Wizards. What did they get out of this? Really, I mean, you lose. KCP, <laughs> I mean, you're right. I in don't my know. opinion, KCP is the best player in that trade. Let's be honest. Denver folks are going to tell me Bones is the best player in that trade. But um, just looking at... Bones was in that trade? 
yes yes Whoa, um, i didn't know that um kcp is a champ no it was just monte morris and will barton oh i thought it was bones too oh um, no the only way they get rid of bones after a rookie year like that yeah. i don't think so uh-uh. um kcp is a champion bro um yeah and I, th- I think he he plays solid defense, and the Nuggets the Nuggets desperately need defense. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he's a three and wing guy. I mean KCP. I mean he he's he's gonna bring you um, all the the hustle that you need um, for a championship team to dwell. Jokic would love having a, a guy like KCP on that squad. So um, I think the Nuggets won this trade um, by far. Ish Smith, thirteenth yeah. team man. He broke a record. Thirteenth team now. Um, that he's playing for with the Nuggets, but uh, he's he has the capability of being a solid backup for Murray when he gets back this season. Um, so I mean, I, I I truly don't think what I don't know what the fuck the Wizards are thinking to be honest. Like you're literally, it's not like they offloaded a contract too. Like the contracts they got in return match what KCP was getting paid. So it's yeah. just it's just odd. I don't know why the Wizards went did this trade. That's I mean that's the question of the century with the Wizards. Why did they do this and why did they do that? I mean I just I don't get it either. I, I, I when I first saw that that trade pop up, I'm like, oh Denver won that trade for sure. You have to think, wing scoring was really what they were missing last year. Obviously MPJ can't stay healthy. Will Barton looked rough, you know, towards the end of that season. So and yeah, it's interesting that they traded for him, but um, yeah, I I would have to say the Nuggets right off the bat just kind of looking at it the way you were i mean they won the trade clearly and only time will tell but yeah it was just a weird move on the wizards part maybe they don't want to pay kcp i don't know when his contract is up but i mean yeah it's just you're matching all the salaries just for you didn't get a pick back you didn't get anything back so it's like what what was the point of that i don't know it's just such a wizard's move you, you question it you don't know what to do and that's that's the wizard's organization for you because bradley bill's another one what's going to happen with him um you think he's gone and he, no. just, he just opted out i know he wants that super max but you don't think any inkling points to him leaving no no way i think bill understands the market um even if you were to opt out who would really go out there and get him um I think miami I, I still don't think Beal wants – I know he has that bit of an itch to win a chip, but I think for him, he's more money-hungry, and uh, I think he's he's content with what the Wizards – what he's doing with the Wizards. I, I truly don't see Beal leaving at all, to be quite honest with you. I don't. I could – maybe you can ask me this in a year or two. Maybe I'll change my mind. But as of right now, I think Beal is just content to be a Wizard. I just think if he really has that itch, he should just take advantage of it right now. I mean, determine your own destiny. Don't leave it to chance and be like, hey, I want it. I want out after a year. It's like, all right, well, cool. You signed the extension. Like, you know, in this day and age, every time a player signs an extension, it's kind of like, a you know, the clock is ticking on when they request a trade. But you, ha- you have all- the balls in your court, Bradley. It's like you could just opt out, you know, look – take meetings with a bunch of teams, Dallas, he, I don't know. I don't know. Just naming teams out there that would need his services. Um, you know, I just, just do that. Do what's best in your interest. I, I understand the money's there, but ah, you're just going to be mediocre for the rest of your career. I don't know. And there's some players that are okay with that. You know, they would rather get the money, but if he does have that desire to win and he wants to be a champion and all that, I just think he needs to take advantage of this moment 
doesn't happen for a lot of guys to have, you know, an opportunity to shop around, go into free agency as a hot commodity. So, I mean, if I'm him, I'm, I'm going to look around. I'm not staying with Washington. I understand it's 256. I, people are going to probably call me stupid for not taking that money. I understand it's sports. Anything can happen after a year, after a month, after a day, a quarter. Any, you know, you could break your ankle the first game like Gordon Hayward did. So anything can happen, but I just think he should take advantage of this and don't rush it. Don't sign the extension on Friday right away. You know, just weigh your options. And if nothing appeals to you, then go sign your extension. That's that would be my advice to him. Obviously, his team's probably like, man, fuck that, get the bag. So, you know, time will tell. We'll see what happens this week, this weekend. But um, I, I honestly think Miami would try to be aggressive with that. You know, offload Duncan Robinson. Um, they, that, there's your out right there. Robinson. Who else did you say? Uh, Lowry, maybe. I don't know if Lowry would be in that trade, but um, you know, they have options there to get him. But, you know, it's up to Beal if he wants that or not. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, what, what, what's a free agent you want to talk about? You know, just any off the top that we haven't touched on yet. Um, nah, there's not many, bro, like I said, that are, that are out there this year. I mean. Any trades that you kind of want to see happen? It feels up to you. Oh, that's a good one. Um. Well, I mean, the, Chris, the the Wood one was really good to see with the Mavs. But yeah. the one that I do want to see is I want to see what what um what Portland does. I really do. Mm. Um, just kind of watching their team. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that Durant to Portland type shit. Like, now, nah, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Um, but listen, I mean, it seems like they want to win. They want to show Dame that they want to win. Um, so really, what moves can they make to go out there? I mean, Afrini Simmons has been becoming a good young piece for them with where they're gone. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, they got Jeremy like, Grant. Yeah, I was gonna say now they got Jeremy Grant. So like, what are what are they, what is their plan moving forward? Are they gonna go out there and replace Nurkic? Are they gonna keep him? Um, you know, what are some good pieces that that they can get to get this team to be respectable, maybe even a playoff team? So. I, I'm gonna keep an eye on Portland. I would love to see them maybe even trade some more pieces uh, to go get others. Um, you know, because they did lose Covington, which I'm a big fan of, but I guess folks really aren't. Um, so yeah, that, I, I can't make any trades that I want to see, but I do want to see what Portland would do this off season. Uh, they I don't know what they can do really. I mean, like you said, they have Simons, they got Lillard, they just got Grant. Maybe they'll sign and trade Nurkic. I feel like that's kind of really the only asset they have. If they want to trade Shading Sharp, who they drafted, they have to wait, I think, around until preseason time. So, um, yeah, I don't know what Portland can do to kind of say, hey, Dame, we're going to win. I mean, you saw what, what happened last year when Dame went down. They just – they look bad. And <laughs> unfortunately for the Blazers, how the lottery goes, they didn't get a top five picks even after having such a terrible season. It's the way that shit goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, Portland, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't see them making any, like, like any Bleacher Report-worthy news where you see the banner, you're like, oh, shit, no way, Portland. I don't see that happening. But, hey, crazier things have happened in the NBA. Uh, I, I want to see what Utah does. I want to see if, if Danny Ainge is going to offload um, – Gobert, if he's going to get rid of uh, 
Mitchell? Is he going to get rid of both? I don't know. It's just, I feel like that dynamic is done. It's time to move on. And like I brought up earlier, maybe Atlanta's trying to bolster that defense. And what better way to do that than have Gobert to it? If you want to trade Collins for Gobert and whatever else you want to throw in there. Now you have Murray. Now you have um, Gobert. Hunter's pretty good on defense. So, I mean, they have, they would have a, a legit defensive unit. So that's something to keep an eye on. But I don't know. I mean, I want to see what my Celtics do. I don't know what, what the hell is going on. I mean, I obviously free agency, the window hasn't opened yet. But, um, you know, quote unquote, obviously there's some tampering and some shenanigans always going on. But um, I want to see what they do. They need, need a wing, need a backup center. Let's see if they get the point guard. My, my guess is they're not going to go that route. They're going to just run it back with smart. Um, yeah, I'm no, just you curious. Don't, you don't think Jalen Brown may want to leave? I mean, there's I've been seeing some of those actions he's been doing, you know, how Celtics fans hmm. treat him like shit. I mean, I, I never understood why, um, you know, he's always thrown in the, that, that. Like Scalabrini did it on NBC Boston. He's like, oh, let's trade Brown and three first-round picks. Why not? Well, KD's in year 16. His legs are not what they used to be. Brown just proved it in the finals. He can play. He can play at this level. He's not scared of the moment. This is the only one that stepped up all finals, you know, that consistently was the number one guy when it should have been Tatum. I, I don't understand. I don't know if he wants to leave. I understand he's liking all those tweets. But, I, hey, I never say never. I mean, I, I think Tatum wouldn't let that happen. But, hey, man, you know how this shit goes. I mean, Brown, it's just something to – Keep an eye on, not a close eye on, but just, you know, take a glance every now and then, see if the waters are getting a little murky over there or not. And if it is, then, uh-oh, I don't know. I don't know where it, what, what would be the move. John Collins, I I don't know. I don't, Aiton signing trade, I have no clue what the hell Boston's uh, out would be if one, one day Brown does request a trade. So oof, I don't even want to think about that. But it's something to keep an eye on for sure. I mean, I... I didn't like all that stuff that was coming out with that Durant. I never understood it, but you know, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah. um, no, I, I had a guy now. You just remind me DeAndre Ayton. I mean, that's another one to kind of keep an eye on. I, I think that one is a really, really interesting topic to look at because I mean, there's the, the two, there was two suitors that were, you know, interested in him. Um, you know, the Pistons, um, you know, they were interested in him, but, I, you know, they, they got out, they got a, they're out of the sweepstakes now, I guess you can say. Um, and, and I don't know, I think the Hawks were another team too, uh, but with mm-hmm. you know, getting, with getting DeJounte, I, mean, I, I don't think the cap space is really there. Mm, they could do the any. John Collins trade. They, they could, they could, that was, but, you know, it's a possibility, but um, I think they're going to start looking elsewhere as, as far as a John Collins return, but, um, that's two teams really that are kind of essentially out of the running, which, which kind of, you know, it, it raises the question where, where can Aiton go now? Really? I mean, there, there's still several teams that could go out there and get him. Um, but realistically speaking with the sign in trade in the works, possibly like what, what can Phoenix do, uh, to, to kind of make this work. And, um, it's, it's kind of inevitable for them to leave, for him to separate from the team with, with coach Monty Williams. So it, I, I really like, this is kind of the, I guess the quote unquote biggest name 
free agency right now is DeAndre Ayton because of his age um, and stuff. So uh, I don't know. Like I said, the Spurs was another team. Um, but I know I feel like with, with the Spurs going total rebuild, I don't think they want to pay in this kind of money just for him to kind of be a part of a rebuild. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on the Aiden sweepstakes, but it's, it's just something to monitor, which is interesting. I think three teams that may, you know, throw out an offer and we'll see the signing trade, how that works. Uh, Hornets, you know, they've been looking for a big man for who knows how long. Um, that could be one. Obviously, uh, with them losing Bridges, not too sure what the plan is in Charlotte. They did hire Steve Clifford again. Very confusing on why they went back to that well. Um, didn't work out the first time, but, hey, they, they gave him a five-year deal. I guess maybe they see his coaching style a bit better with uh, LaMelo, but that could be one. Um, maybe Indiana, if they just want to do Miles Turner for him straight up. Um, you know, Miles Turner can spread the floor for the Suns more. He can, he's, he kind of has a three point shot a little bit, like semi. So it's there. I mean, he, he's hit a few, I believe my memory serves me correctly. Um, or the Knicks. I, I, I don't know what else, you know, maybe if they, if Randall isn't going to work out for them, if they don't see that <clears throat> being a good fit, they can just give Randall, um, a pick. I don't know who else they would throw in there, but uh, that would be something. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's not many suitors for Aiton anymore, as there were in the beginning of free agency once the season ended. Um, obviously, there was some Nets rumors because of Durant, all that debacle that was going on. Uh, was he going to get traded? Maybe that would be the only way Aiton would have found a, quote-unquote, um, big big market, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I, I really don't know where he's going to go. If I have to guess right now and put money on it, I would say the Knicks. Um, you know, I feel like they, they want to add another star, and um, he is that. I mean, he's a, he's a low-fringe star. He, he's, he has potential, but, you know, if, if he's butting heads with Monty Williams, that's, that's not a good sign. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I don't know. I, I would say gun to my head, Knicks, but who knows? Maybe – we're, we're, there's a team out there we're not, that we're not even thinking of. So, well, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I mean that's another team, um, the Heat. I know we can't. We I swear yeah. we keep bring, we keep bringing them up in, in in a bunch of situations, but like that that could be another one. Uh, I don't you know, think so. I, I I think they like Bam and what he brings at the center position, um, or maybe Brooklyn. I mean Brooklyn might go out there if Claxton doesn't come back. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, there, there's a lot of teams out there, like I said, who who wouldn't, who would love to have Aiton on their squad. It's just a matter of what can they do to make it work. And, <clears throat> yep. And I, I don't know. It's just something to keep an eye on. It's 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 kind of the biggest drama in the NBA for me right now is is the Aiton sweepstakes, and um, we'll see where he ends up. I mean, we'll, we'll see how that have, how that unfolds. Uh, another name uh, we could hit uh, Miles Bridges. I know he's kind of floating around. Like I said, they they don't plan on signing him again. Uh, breaking news: He did get arrested in LA for um, yeah, I did see that domestic violence. So we'll see if that kind of shies teams away from him. But uh, where do you think he goes? I mean, put that aside for like I know that's kind of hard, right? But uh, just basketball, uh, where do you think he goes? 
Yeah, they guess. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I don't know who's who would sign him after that because that's not a little thing. I mean, I mean, he he might get suspended for it. We'll see what happens. But um, I heard Memphis was a dark horse for him. So I haven't heard Memphis. That's yeah, interesting. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like he's <laughs> like it's just funny how this all really happened in the span of like an hour ago. Um, yeah, and we were just talking about him. Um, when the episode started, you know, him and, and DeAndre in being good, good, um, good pieces for folks. But honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's, it's, he's bound to stay in Charlotte, but it just feels like with, with Clifford returning and stuff, I, I don't see him coming back. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, cause di- didn't he also post, um, about like, well, Melo kind of not saying like, like a piece. I don't know. Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Detroit, I guess, could, I get they may still do something. I don't know. Um, some random team like the, the Kings or someone. Hmm. But I just think of a random, like, I, I'm thinking of teams who, who have plenty of money but have no desire to win right now. And I think Bridges is one of those guys who who's going to go get his bread right now. And, and I'm thinking like a Kings squad or – you know, somebody like that in the lines of like the Pistons, the Kings, maybe the Knicks, like you said, if they decide to move mm. on from Randall. Um, you know, just just teams like that who who can do it. Yeah, I, I, it's it, like it's like you said, we were talking about it even earlier before that news broke, and then all of a sudden, here we go, another star in trouble. So, um, well, I I say star loosely. I don't know what Bridges is yet. So, um. I don't know if that's that's it. I don't know if there's anybody else we're missing as far as free agents go. I think that's it for the for the Sexton. The- any any Sexton traction? Where do you think he goes? Stays uh, in Brooklyn. Cleveland. Oh, Brooklyn. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking no, no. I'm thinking. Uh, oh, Claxton. No, yeah, no, no, Sexton. Sorry. Yeah, no, he'll stay in Cleveland. Um, okay. I, I, I there's no there's not much momentum on his end too. So. You think um, they're gonna run uh, Sexton and Garland as their backcourt? I don't, I don't know. I think so. I, I think they liked it just last year because it was just something as simple as moving uh, Sexton to the two and, and Garland to the one. And there was a lot of success from that. And I, I think Cleveland's content with their backcourt. I mean, obviously it's not the best, but for the time being, I think Cleveland's looking at kind of looking at other issues with, you know, I think they're, they're, they're dead set on, on the backcourt being what it is. I think they're going to want to see what they have with Levert after making that trade. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, oh, and any? Do you think um, what's it called? Levine leaves. Uh, who else is a, who, who else is available for an extension? Um, you think Levine goes anywhere, or you think he stays in Chicago? He stays in Chicago, bro. I think he. Um, I think it was all smoke. Uh, it was all bullshit when they were saying he might leave, but nah, he he'll stay. I think he likes. I think he enjoys the city of Chicago, and I think the team with it, with the current state it is, I, I think he understands that this is a great opportunity to win, especially with DeRozan and Caruso and, and, and the rest of that squad, Vucevic. It's a pretty solid team. It would be foolish for him to leave. Um, well, I'll kind of put you on the spot here. Uh, and two teams that you would like to see do something to shake up what they got. The know. Timberwolves. Yeah, that was number one on my list. I the think Timberwolves. I think uh, the D'Lo 
Carol Anthony Towns reunion it was it was a good story when it happened and you know you know, being good friends of themselves but I think they need to break that squad up and um, of course they're never gonna get rid of Cat so I think D'Lo might have to leave and go out there and get somebody um, with the with the great value like his because I think Anthony Edwards I think he's gonna be in the control of the backcourt moving forward and obviously they already have Cat so I think the Timberwolves need to shake things up. Who says no? Cat for Aiton, straight up. The the Timberwolves, I think. Mm. Um, I, I I think they're they're similar type value players. Like I mean, Cat brings a different type of the you know, of game. Um, but I, I I I like if if you were to put Aiton on that squad rather than Carl Anthony Towns, I think they would get the same result, if not anything worse. Because like at least Carl Anthony Towns gets you more buckets and gets you more points. And um, you know, Anthony Edwards is young; he's still learning and. Um, He's very fearless, but he can he can also hog the ball sometimes. And um, I'm, I'm sure Aiden is not going to help much. I, I think they'll be the same. Mm. I don't I don't know if I don't think the Timberwolves are hooking their wagon to Carl Anthony Towns being there for the formidable future. I yeah, just I, I understand that, but like I mean, really, who's 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 out there as far as big men who who are better than Carl? There's very far and few between, and. Um, like Aiden, like I said, Aiden is great, but I think he's not. Well, he's not to his level just yet. I think Aiden's a great big in this league, but Carl Anthony Towns is one of the elites in in, in the league. As far as I don't think is. so. I, I think he's he's just good. I don't I don't know. Defensively, he's a liability. Um, you know, he he can stretch the floor for you, but that's about it. I mean. I don't know. He's missing something in his game. He just doesn't have that dog in him. Um, and he's just a liability on defense, like I said. So, I don't know. I, I, I could see whether it's him or the Timberwolves or maybe it's mutual. I see eventually they those two part ways because I, I, I don't know. I don't like what's going on in Minnesota. Obviously, D'Lo. I think they just need to shake it up and just build around Anthony Edwards, about, around Ant-Man. Obviously, he's the future. Um, you know, that's, I think he's gonna, he's gonna be there for a while, I would say. So, um, I, I, I think they should just kind of maybe Turner. I don't know. I, I just, I agree with you though. Minnesota is a team that I would like to see shake up what they got. And I don't know if anybody's trading for Russell, bro. Like that's, that's tough to ask. I don't know if you want to put the Kings in there again. (laughs) I don't know who would make that trade. Um, Pistons. I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense for any team. I mean, Russell, at this point in his career, what he's looked like, he's he's coming off the bench. And I don't I don't think he would, uh, you know, his his ego and all that. I don't think he's going to let that happen. And that's, you know, where you run into trouble because you're not going to have a big role anywhere else if you don't kind of step down because just doesn't look good anymore. I mean, he hasn't for a while, but um yeah, I, th- I think Minnesota needs to think of something quick. And who else you got? Who's your second team? I was going to say the Kings. Uh, mm. I think it's what can they De'Aaron. do? I mean, I think it's time for De'Aaron Fox to leave too. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's been, we've talked about it a few times beforehand. I don't understand the whole entire trade with, with um, Sabonis, but um, I, I think it's time for them to separate ways and kind of have the Kings do another rebuild because <laughs> I, I just don't see it happening. Unless, this is the longest rebuild in NBA history. 
<laughs> it's gonna continue to happen, bro, because the Kings be making questionable moves. But I mean, yeah, those are two teams that I I, I need to see change big time. Um, uh, other teams like Dallas has already been doing changes, so I can't really blame yeah. them. Houston's still in a rebuild. Oklahoma City's got a rebuild going. So I'm just thinking of teams that need to just break up, and and Minnesota's the big one, and I I, I think the Kings just need to start all over again because the 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 current squad they have now. With no trades, it's 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 a fr- it's a playing team at best for me. Yeah. Oh, and uh, one more move we didn't get to: uh, John Wall uh, getting bought out. Uh, he intends to sign with the Clippers. What do you think about that? Eh, I mean, just another vet going to the Clippers, really not doing much damage. So we'll yeah. see how this John Wall one goes. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw. I think it was on uh, the score on on Instagram. They were comparing. Uh, AD, LeBron, and uh, Russ to <laughs> Paul George, Kawhi, and John Wall. So I guess that's the new LA Clippers big three. Uh, bro, I, mean, I, saw, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, what? Twitter. I saw a video on Twitter. John Wall um, like highlights. Um, it's like 2019. Yeah, bro, highlights. People, people, yeah, people were quote tweeting like, bro, I'm seeing Charlotte Bobcats on these highlights. Like, that's when you know it's fucking long ass time ago. Stop it. Yeah, so some people still think he's a top 10 guard in this league. I'm like, what league are you watching? G League? Come on, bro. Stop it. He hasn't played a full year in how many years? I, I He's just not healthy. He's not the guy he used to be. Um, no disrespect to him at all, but like, come on, bro. We're, we're talking about John Wall. Like you said, Bobcats highlights. Like, stop it, bro. Like, <laughs> New Jersey yes. Nets are still in the league when he was making good plays. Like, nah, he's not that guy no more. So, um, I agree. I mean, people kind of just blowing that out of proportion. I, I really hope – I saw the Celtics were going to offer him two years, $20 million. I hope that doesn't happen because why? I mean – He's worth the veteran minimum at, at most. He has to prove it. I mean, he's just not – he hasn't done anything to warrant that type of money. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we could just leave it there. But let, let's let's touch on the draft a bit. Um, what what was – what did you think about Paolo going number one? Was that a I shock like to you? I, I thought Chet was locked. I thought – I I heard that for weeks, that it was oh. Chet or Jabari. No, no, I don't like Chet. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, yeah, I me neither. People are comparing him to Durant, but I think, Durant. I mean, Durant, yeah, dude, people were comparing Whoa, him to Durant. Nah, that's that's blasphemy. Nuts, but, but I mean, I, I think Chet's just not quick enough. I mean, he's got the length, he's got the skills of, of, of what today's NBA is offering, but. I mean, I don't. I think he's too small. Um, of course, he's gonna get bigger in the NBA with time, but there's no quickness there for me either. So, like, what what really are you offering? Just you know, pure talent, pure you know, skill. Like, that can only take you so far in the league. So, I'm not a big fan of Chad. I'm, I'm not surprised he went, did not go number one. Uh, Paolo, I mean, I think he was the safest one. I mean, Jabari Smith is raw. Um, he could be the best player in this draft, but I think Paolo just coming from from the the program with Duke um, and and really you know getting more more of the shine and more of the spotlight. I think more more lights were on him, and I think it was a safer bet just because uh, we did see a lot of Auburn games. But I mean, Duke was more out there and and playing yeah. with the Coach K. I, I think folks GMs noticed that like, Paolo could be the guy in this draft and uh, i'm not surprised i i'm actually content with this pick being number one uh i'm not yeah me, me i was just more surprised that um you know the magic really kept that 
you know, under the hood for a long time. I, I didn't hear anything about Paolo going number one until the draft day. Like that morning, there was, oh, Jabbar, there's serious buzz about uh, Paolo or Jabari going one. When it was Chet, like getting most of the, you know, all the hype for going number one. So apparently they said he, he tanked his uh, meeting with the Magic so he can go two to the Thunder. I, I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I maybe I just feel like the Magic knew who they were gonna go with all along. They went with the for sure pick, trying to build on this young core they have. I'm gonna be interested on who what's that lineup looking like with uh since they drafted Franz last year. Um, you know, they have all those guards with Aunt Cole Anthony, Suggs, um who am I missing? Markel Foltz. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what what lineups they throw out there, but I, I like the pick for sure. He's the he's the most pro ready, but Jabari has the potential. And the fact that he went to uh, Houston with um, Green, that I mean, hey, those are two good blocks to build on. I, I like what Houston did the uh, draft night, and you know, hopefully Jabari pans out because I really like Jabari. Jabari was my favorite player in the draft. Um, he has the shot. I mean, it's just. We'll see if everything else goes into can can get developed. Like you said, he's raw. But yeah, Chet to me, I I never understood why he was considered a, a number one pick. I I don't like his body. I feel like he's gonna be uh, injury prone in the league. Um, I don't wish that on him. He just has that frame to where I think um, he's gonna get banged around a lot. And I I don't know. He he has a weird body. I don't like it. And um. What do you think about him going to OKC? We didn't really touch on it, but what do you think about that? I mean, look, listen, he, uh, he's – it's weird because he, he's known as a as a two-way player as far as, um, you know, playing great offense and, and you know, playing uh, – spacing the floor. And then on defense, apparently he's a rim protector. But, like, I'm like, that's the, he, he might have been in high school and, in, and even in his Gonzaga year, but – Mm-hmm. Like the dude's so scrawny. Like, uh, you yeah. really think Gobert's gonna get blocked by Chet in the paint? Like, <laughs> no, dude. Like, the, the dude needs to go to the weight room, get bigger, because these these big men that he's gonna be probably be assigned to guard is they're gonna just be barbecue chicken down him there in the post. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really don't. So, I mean, with that putting that into effect, like, he's really just a an offensive guy for the time being for the Thunder and, um. I don't know. They already got Shea. Uh, so like really it's a, it's a, not a bad pick, but like, what are, how are they going to utilize Chet in this offense? With, with I, I think they're going to use him as a roamer. He's going to bring the ball up the court. People aren't going to know what to do. And then they're going to have door. They're going to have Shea. They're going to have all these guys open. Cause they're going to be like, what the hell do we do with this guy? They're just not going to know. It's going to, it's going to work. I feel like the first half of the year, cause obviously there's no tape on all these rookies as far as in, in the NBA. Some teams aren't going to be ready for it, uh, but I think eventually they'll they'll crack down on it. And I just think unless he, like you said, unless he bulks up, which I mean he's young, I mean he has time to bulk up. But I don't know that body is not a pro body. He just looks too scrawny. He's like he's they have a guy like that, Poku Pokashevsky. Like they have that kind of um, facilitator. He can pull up from three, quote unquote, rim protector because he's tall, but. I don't know. I don't know what OKC is doing. I feel like they're just going to tank another year so they can get that French kid, uh, Wembenyama. Yeah, he's going to be legit. Um, but 
man, OKC, what are we doing, guys? Like, are we just going to – are we doing the, the process times 20? Like, this is this is bad. I mean, I would hate to be a Thunder fan right now. Yeah, you got all those picks, but what are you doing with it? I mean, Shea, at some point, Shea's going to want to leave. I mean, you, you can't keep – tanking seasons expecting him to be okay with it like he he has potential to be a top five guard i mean he just has the skill you see it it's just the second half of the year that they put him on ice they put him on the shelf because they're like we we need a tank to get a good pick like man if i'm him man fuck all that get me out of here like i i i don't know what's going on with okc i you know chet obviously has potential but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. And I think Magic, at the end of the day, they won the, they won the draft. And I know Houston was huge on Paolo. They wanted him to go there with with um, with Green, but we'll see. We'll see what the Magic do. But is there any any pick that you like that's you know under the radar? Because mine has to be Ivy to the Pistons. Um, mine's there's two for me. One is Johnny Davis to the Wizards. I I I watched Johnny Ooh. Davis play a lot of Wisconsin last season. At work, a lot of Wisconsin games were occurring in the office, so I, I watched him a little bit. Wisconsin, you're watching Wisconsin games like that? Uh-huh. Trust me, it's at the office, man. When they play at three or four o'clock, it's at the office, ready to go because we, we want to watch something. So, oh, okay. I, I paid attention a lot to Johnny Davis. He was a good player, good solid. Um, he was kind of the leader for the for the Wisconsin team, and um, I mean, just thinking about, it, I mean, he's a big guard, so I think it'll fit nice, you know, playing alongside Beal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he doesn't need the ball much, uh, which helps because Beal's very ball dominant. So um, I think it's a good fit for the for the Wizards, um, and understandably so why they got him. And my second one, um, I was he's a I'm a fan favorite dude of this dude, uh, Nikola Jovic. Oh my god, <laughs> that's my guy, dude. I mean, <laughs> listen, oh, yeah. I mean for the fact that Miami got him. Yeah. It just tells me everything that I need to know. I mean, Miami always drafts good. They always look at potential that others don't. Um, people don't understand why he came to Miami, why they drafted him. But um, I think he's an interesting project where the Heat don't need to, you know, plug him in as, you know, right away. I think they could take their time with him, kind of development. He He's young. I think he's 18. So, um, yeah, I mean, that he's, he's going to be a solid piece for this Heat team for many years to come. Um, the guy can shoot. So, um, yeah, I mean, those two picks alone were really underrated for me. I think Ivy to the Pistons, giving Cade kind of another ball handler there. That's huge. Uh, I didn't know he had so many Detroit connections. Did you see that? No, I did not. His, um, his mom played for the Detroit Shock. His grandpa played for the Lions. And then his uh, dad, um, who did his dad play for? I think for the G League team. I believe so. I'm like, yeah, everybody's fucking playing for the Detroit teams and his family. But uh, I like that. I like that move. And then I like um, what's the Canadian kid's name? Matherin from uh, who went to the Pacers. I like him. I mean, I don't like what he said after he got drafted. Uh, he, LeBron has to show me he's great. Uh, let's slow it down, kid. He just got drafted. Like, you're not even in rookie mini camp yet. Let's let's calm it down. But I like the confidence. I think he's going to be good, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I This draft was kind of, I don't know. The NBA draft to me is like after the first 10 picks, I'm just kind of like, eh, what I else agree. is on TV? <laughs> I agree. Oh, but I want to ask, we, we, we touched on it last draft, 
But I, I want to ask you, what can the NBA do to fix this? I mean, the draft is unwatchable. I, I, I can't watch it. I, I tried at work. It was on TV when I got there. I, I had to shut it off, bro. It was, I just can't watch it. It's like the picks are announced on, on uh, social media, which, I mean, that's every draft. They're announced before they are on the broadcast. But I feel like the NFL, the way they do the draft is kind of untouchable. Like, if you don't want to know who's getting picked, you don't have to go on social media. It's like what was just kind of leaking the picks as the team, as the broadcast is going on. So it's like that's one for me. I feel like the the NFL makes it a spectacle and it's the draft. Like they go to city to city. It's always new. It's always fresh. Um, I, I don't, I, I, I think the NBA needs to kind of steal a page from the NFL's book, believe it or not, when it comes to the draft, because it's always in Brooklyn. It's always, uh, they, they rotate that, that uh, broadcast table. It's kind of boring who they have up there. It's no, nobody to write home about. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they need to do like kind of like, you know, go to different cities, uh, get more fans involved. It's just bland to me. It's boring. And then when they do the trades, they still make the players wear the hats of the original team that traded that pick. It's just odd. I don't like it. I mean, they need to, they need to do something. And it's like the draft for a, a lot of leagues are exciting. I mean, people like love the NFL draft and I know some people that love the MLB draft. It's just like other drafts are, are like spectacles. And the NBA is kind of like, oh, yeah, let me just go on Twitter and see who's getting picked next. It's it's just unwatchable for me. And I know it is for you. We kind of talked about it last year. No, it is. I think one thing that kind of sticks to me that, that needs to change is let's put the TNT crew uh, to host the draft. Mm. I mean, they're fun to watch all the time when they could be talking about stuff outside of basketball and not be tuning in. So, Let's mm-hmm. get them in. I mean, these guys already do March Madness as is, so they have some knowledge of the college players. So let's, let that thing that should be a start if the NBA really wants to pull through is just let's get that team out there, Shaq, Charles, Ernie, Kenny. Let's get them folks out there to ent- entertain us while the draft's going on. Of course, like you said, after the first five to ten picks, so no one gives a shit. I'm not going to lie, after the tenth pick this year too, I I, I just kind of relied on Shams to give me the news on what's going on. So. Yeah. Um, that's what they need to do. Just they need to entertain us, and and the NFL Network does a great job of doing that throughout the entire NFL draft because it's a lot different. NBA, it's it's really just you know one 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 guy, um, and that's if um, if you get him, he he can make an impact in his team. But how often does a player um, outside of the lottery, you know, make it to the league and have you know respectable minutes? And yeah. you don't see many of those, so. It's tough, whereas in the NFL, you can get a good steal, a good diamond in the fourth round, um, you know, like a starter, you know, corner, starting corner that you're going to have, you probably utilize next season. So it's different. You know, there's a lot more starting positions open in the NFL, whereas in the NBA, it's very rare. You'll see these guys actually even see some action. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they need to, they need to freshen it up. It's just bland. It's boring. I don't know anybody that watches it like that. Like, you know, oh, let me tune in. I'm the lottery, watch. the lottery is more entertaining to me than the. Yeah, draft. yeah, but I'm saying like from pick one to pick sixty, I don't know anybody watching it from beginning to end. And with the NFL, I, unless I'm busy, I'll watch the whole draft. Like I'll watch the whole first round. I'll watch the first, uh, like the the second and third round. I'll watch all that. Obviously, when you get to the fifth round, eh, 
it's kind of like that's the NBA draft. Rounds five through seven is the NBA draft, bro. <laughs> the equivalent of the NFL. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they need to do something like that to where they bring it, get more fans involved. Um, you know, something like that. But do you have any uh, other draft takes, or that's it? Did you expect more trades that night, or you you, you were kind of expecting it to be a quiet night? It was gonna be a quiet night to me. I, I think a lot of teams are. Just staying put, trying to figure out the free agency stuff um, this year rather than getting yeah. some steals in the draft. All right, so make sure to follow our social medias. Leave a five-star rating. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.